Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Do you dream of being CEO of your own empire? Running your own company? Achieving your life's goals? Yet wake up in a cold sweat? Next to last night's takeout leftovers and a pile of bus ticket stops? You are not alone. Like many others, you are suffering from a classic case of caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Barbuto. And every week, we'll be talking to influencers, trailblazers, disruptors, and risk takers who'll share their own journey to caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. Side effects may include increased motivation, boundless happiness, and a fast track to success. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. Hi, Caviar Dreamers. So excited. We have a great episode today talking about style coming off the Met Gala. Ooh, and this was a Met Gala that divided the people. Yes. I mean, listen, Kim Kardashian looks stunning. I have mixed thoughts about Kim Kardashian in that dress. Well, so did Amanda Lepore. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda Lepore ripped Kim Kardashian in that dress. Yes. Well, she did with the, with the shoe she chose. I had a lot of issues. The theme was very specific. They split the Met Gala, obviously, because we had two within a 12-month period. So they split the Met Gala. It's still a lexicon of American fashion. The uh, Marilyn Monroe dress would have been more appropriate in the initial Met Gala. Which yeah, it was Gilded Age. I, no one followed. No one uh, followed the theme. Lively, Blake Lively. Blake, Blake Lively. Lively followed, showed up, looked amazing. Iris Law, one of my favorites. Um, there was another girl, and I don't know her name. I feel like she's in Riverdale. She has beautiful red hair. She wore the yellow. Yes, 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 yes. Magnificent. The entire Kardashian-Jenner family should not be in attendance ever again based on no, performance. No, I, do, I do not like their outfits. They screwed up horrific. Not, it didn't go, you know what? They just, they didn't follow the theme. And even even Courtney was like, oh, I didn't follow the theme. Well, it's clear. It's obvious. It's clear. And it's you know why? You just can't do whatever you want when it comes to the next. No. Guy. And you know what it is? I love an interpretation of a theme. I love someone who takes a theme and makes it their own. But baseball caps with poofy things and long dangling it earrings. Was repulsive. And, oh, it was a bad no, but, situation. Listen, but people, listen, Kim only wore that for the red carpet. She changed into a replica for the party. She did. I just felt like it wasn't the Gilded Age and the memo was white tie and Pete Davidson wore a black tie, skinny tie, little tuxedo situation. I just feel like it's a little disrespectful of the Met. Listen, all I have to say is she wore the pleaser stripper shoes and I happen to own those as well because they're great under a long gown yes. when a gown is too long on you but um that's disrespectful wear with Marilyn Monroe's dress though it the is. Marge wears the pleasure stripper shoes so I will post about that 
And um, actually, I am going to post about that right away. Everybody should own those shoes because they're like $49.99 and they're the best clear platform high heel to wear under a long dress. They are. But not to wear at the Met Gala, FYI, though I wear them all the time. Okay, so we are going to get into all of this this week because we have George Brasher on, who is a style expert and an author. Yes, he's amazing. He has the book, Change Your Clothes, Change Your Life Because You Can't Go Naked. He has been in the fashion business forever. He was at Ralph Lauren. He was at Tommy Hilfiger for years, creative director. Uh, Unbelievable. Now he is the brand ambassador for Lori Goldstein logo. He He's a celebrity star. Yeah, he's on QVC. He's everything. He's unbelievable. You'll see him on today's show. He really has run the gamut of the entire spectrum in the fashion industry. Yes, and I'm so excited that he's here. So let's get going. Hi, George. Hi, George. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Look at it. We're like little lunatics. Sorry, we have no makeup on, but we do have clothes on because you said we can't go naked. You can, but you will be put in jail probably. I mean, not in my house, not my house. And I just said, I don't want to scare small children. (laughs) That's hilarious. I know. Well, we are so excited because we have you here. You are a style expert and the author of Change Your Clothes, Change Your Life Because You Can't Go Naked. And I mean, you're just everything. So we are so excited for you to come on today. First of all, I'm all about style and fabulosity. And that's everything you epitomize, in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinion. And your career has been illustrious, to say the least. So I think it's very important because um, you have a motto that I really believe in is about like dressing up the way, you know, really affects your mood, the way you feel, the way you perceive yourself, the way other people perceive you. So I just, you know, there's so many questions I have to ask you. So did this happen when you were a little boy? Tell me, I just want to get to the nitty gritty of like how you got this concept Were you, did you get this from your mother? Like, give us a little background on George Brescia. So you're so cute. So I, um, you know, my mom had a clothing store when I was growing up in West Hartford, Connecticut. And so, you know, and I also have very young parents. My mother had me when she was 16. My dad had me when he was 18. So I grew up with really, really young parents. And wow. yeah, and my mom was always in fashion before she had her store. You know, she worked for Ann Taylor. She was like manager and she was like always working in fashion and, um, and really sort of instilled in me about what style and clothing can do for your mood and your life and how it can make you feel. And she was always so excited when she was dressing people, it made her feel so good. And I really kind of learned that from her. I had a whole career in fashion. I worked for Ralph Lauren for, you know, almost 12 years. I was a vice president, Tommy Hilfiger. I worked for Donna Karen. I worked for Jay-Z and Beyonce at Rock Aware. You know, I've worked for all kinds of people and done style events all over the country. And when I finally went out on my own and started doing television, and, and when I thought about this book, I was dressing celebrities. I was dressing a lot of the whole Broadway community. I'm very hooked into the Broadway community. And what I realized was that when I dressed these girls for some of their auditions, you know, when you walk in the door and you have the whole creative team sitting there, they see you and bam, they make a judgment on what they see before you sing, before you read your lines, before you do your you know, monologue. And if you don't embody the essence of what that character is, they kind of count you out. And so what I realized is that's what happens on the street. When we see people, we see them and we make a judgment in our head. Oh, she must be a banker. Oh, he must be a doctor. Oh, maybe he's a lawyer. Oh, maybe he's an entrepreneur. Like by the way people look and present themselves with their clothing. So I'm like, okay, I want to help my clients win at this game because it's happening whether you like it or not. You walk into an office, you walk into a meeting. I mean, Margaret, you know, it's like, it's true. 
This is what happens in society. So let's win at it because your clothes are talking whether you like it or not. So you better hope that they're saying what you want them to say at that moment. And so what I realized was in order to do that every day, it makes you have to connect to yourself because you're taking time for yourself. Okay, what do I wanna to say to the world today? What am I gonna wear? What am I gonna put on? What do I have on my agenda today? What meeting do I have? Who am I meeting for lunch? Like, am I going out tonight? Like, what do I wanna say with this clothing? And it can be really fun. And at the same time, it's really good for your mental stability because you're, that means you're like giving back to yourself. The first thing I think that we heard during this pandemic from a lot of people was, oh my God, I've been in my sweatpants for two years. Like I barely like, you know, it's get in true. the shower and do my hair. And I feel so disconnected from myself. Like, and when they finally do, you know, put on that beautiful dress and like do your hair and do your makeup, I feel so good. I feel so like connected to myself. I feel so confident. I feel so, and that's what I love doing for people, helping them to discover themselves, letting them know that, you know, showing them how to feel confident in clothing. And so that's kind of like where it all came from. Oh my God, that's amazing. Wait, I just want to go back. Was your grandmother also very stylish? Your your, your mother, your father's parents? You know, um, actually, no. My father's parents uh, both came over on the boat from Italy. Mm -hmm. so, and my I mom- I just feel like Italians are innately stylish yes. though, for some reason. Yeah, Italian immigrants, you go to Italy, everybody looks beautiful to me. You know, it's true. I will say this about the Italian culture. They definitely understand having the one beautiful jacket the and quality, maybe the one, quality. Yes. one beautiful dress, the beautiful pair of shoes. Like they might not have a lot, but what they do have is quality. You're right. And they kind of really covet those pieces. My mom came from, you know, like, again, hardworking, you know, mm. very middle class. And so like, I wouldn't say that style and fashion was a part of their life, but she kind of really learned to express herself through fashion and style and being in retail. And I definitely followed you know I was a performer too I sing and I dance and I act all that kind of stuff I mean big surprise hello gang yeah gang. I know I know I know I know I love I absolutely that is that's so good now where did you go to school I went to school in Virginia um and I studied music I mean I have a full legit baritone like Margaret if I looked at you maybe I would sing something like lovely oh absolutely lovely oh my god you have to come wow. over to a party and sing for us yes. I, I mean that's great i have a piano though i don't play the piano but i have to have it for all my parties you have to come over yes, and sing you for have us. to sing that's oh my god it's hilarious sometimes i'm on camera and if i'm doing like a fashion segment i'll start to sing and you know it's like you see the host go oh my god like what's going on and you know what? I just think that performing, it's so much fun. You know what I mean? Like I do, I, I love it. I really do. And I studied it in school. And the thing is, I loved it. I did it. Um, but at the same time, I, I kind of fell in love with fashion and I, and I fell in love with style. And so I sort of went that route. And then to be totally honest, you know, um, I won't say how old because first of all, I lie about my age so much. I forget how old I really am. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. We don't, we don't have to talk about age because I said I've aged backwards with my, with my yeah, face of my plastic surgery. I said to Joe, I look so much better. By the way. Yeah. You look gorgeous. I just saw that magazine shit you did. You look stunning. Oh, thank you. Thank you stunning. so much. I mean, I was like breathless. Um, but I will say, so what, so what happened was when I left the corporate world and I started doing what I'm doing, I, in, in with that, I started, I immersed myself in acting classes because I knew all these Broadway people. So I got into all these fancy acting classes. I started singing again. I was, and I did some major things. I sang for 10,000 people uh, in Central Park, you know, for God's wow. Love We Deliver. 
I, I danced on Broadway with Jerry Mitchell and um, did uh, Broadway Bears twice. Um, I did my own cabaret show, sold out performances at um, the West Side Cafe in Midtown. So like, and had my Broadway stars come sing duets with me. Like it was crazy. And I loved it. And I got to final, final Broadway callbacks. I mean, I really did do a lot, but then I just decided that I get enough of the performing in my fashion television. Like, yes, you know, being I, on camera. I love people, it. You know, some people who don't know, you are the, the brand ambassador for uh, Logo, Lori Goldstein on QVC, yes. Yes. which is a big deal because so many people watch QVC. You've helped blow up that brand. That's like a performance in itself, right? You have to go on TV. You have to show how the outfits go together. You have to sell the garments, put them together, merchandise them all at once and be entertaining because people tune in to QVC for the host as much as they yes. do to buy the items. You know what? It's so true. And, and <laughs> what happened on QVC First of all, I love Lori Goldstein. She is like a genius. I mean, you talk about that. I like, I don't even know how I didn't know her on the planet. She did all those covers of Vanity Fair, those iconic covers. That's her styling. She won the MTV Style Award for the Madonna videos that she styled. I mean, she's major and dressed every celebrity and done fashion shows and whatever. So she's like my inspiration. Her clothes are fabulous and I adore her and her style, but me being on camera. So what they ended up doing was because of the pandemic, we do it from our house. Yes. I've been doing that for two years. I do my own show on Wednesday. I have a static show that I do by myself. I'm the host and the guest. So in other words, I take the clothing and I have it in my hand. I'm like, okay, this is item A, four, five, six, eight, five, nine. This is this fabulous cotton modal top in this gorgeous print with 11 colors. Now listen, five easy payments of $6.99. You're getting it home for under $7. Run, do not walk. The lines are busy. We have these following colors. I mean, I could just do it in my sleep. I don't even know what's coming out of my mouth. I know, exactly. <laughs> it's like you, no, but that's, that's amazing because that's a real skill and people don't realize it. It's not easy to do that. And I think that's, you know, so amazing you know, because that goes along with your acting skills, your salesmanship, your, your charming and, and the fashion skills, because I think people don't realize that when you're on QVC and then you're, you have to do that, that's, that's not an easy gig. Hey, it's not an easy gig to get um, and to be successful at it. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, it was quite a process. I will say that. Like they brought me in like six different times. I mean, I finally, the last time I said to the casting, I, I was like, you guys, seriously, what else do you want me to do? Like I, I've done it all. He's like, you just got to come in for us one more time. I said, okay, I'll do it. And it was hilarious. And, and I didn't think I had it, to be honest with you, because they saw a lot of people. And I, as I walked into my final callback, this girl she was like a major fashion girl, you know, editor magazine, whatever. She came out of the room and she was really like smiling, like ear to ear. And mm -hmm. I thought, well, they must've given it to her and they're just going to have me come in out of courtesy. Like, mm -hmm. so I went in, I did my thing and I called my husband and I was like, honey, I don't know. I didn't get it. 20 minutes later, they called me and they're like, you got it. I was like, what? Seriously? So I love it because I love inspiring people. I love making them feel good. And the truth is, you know, everything I've been exposed to, and I know you guys have had this in your lives, you know, you're exposed to all this glamour and show business and celebrities and being on TV and you know what all that's like. But for me, at the end of the day, when I can make a woman or a man feel so good about themselves, when they look in the mirror and they discover that, oh yeah, like, and that you can see them, their whole body language changes. That's kind of like what I live for. I, I agree. You know, a lot of people say things like, um, I can't afford it, mm -hmm. uh, this outfit. Um, that drives me crazy because I think there's so many things that are affordable 
that look not inexpensive. Cause I have a, I have a weird thing. I don't like things that look cheap per se. And people are like, mm-hmm. well, that's cause you know, you can afford it. No, that's not the case no. because there's amazing affordable fashion that doesn't look cheap. That's right. That's totally right. And there's ways of achieving that look that allow you to buy clothing that is inexpensive. When you dress in a monochromatic way, like one color from head to toe, it's very chic and it looks very elegant and just really stylish. And you can do that at very inexpensive price points. And then there's like color combos that are just very rich looking, right? Like navy and cream and camel and cream. I call it creamy dreamy. Or like, you know, it's like, it's you wearing the clothes so the clothes don't wear you. And if you have like, you know, sort of like a classic undertone, it doesn't always have to be classic because people want to express themselves and, you know, boho and rock star. And I know yes. Margaret, you, you do so many different kinds of looks, but there's just a way to do it where it looks very cool and very stylish and can look very expensive, but it doesn't have to be. You're absolutely right. I know. And I feel like the brand, the brands, tell me what brands you feel. I feel like a Zara, Zara, Zara. is a great example of that. Yeah, like Zara is 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 you know inexpensive but but really good. I mean, and it also depends on how old you are too. Like if you're a, like a younger girl and you know like you know you're in your 20s and even your early 30s, you know, there's things that you can do like Lulu's on lulu's.com I feel like has a lot of great stuff. ASOS is very inexpensive. Yes. And has a lot of really cool stuff. I also think you can still go to it's amazing because the cl- the stores that used to be super inexpensive have really like upped their game and there's things that are inexpensive or sale, but like Banana Republic right now, to me, there's a lot of amazing stuff at Banana Republic. Yeah, I haven't been in a banana in a long time. years, I'd have to say. You know, it doesn't look as good as they used to, J. Crew. Oh, J. J. Crew, you know. Men, they're good for men, not right. for women. Women, it's a little tricky. I think Bonobos is good for guys. Yeah, that Bonobos, my, my son wears a lot of Bonobos, I love. That's really good. And and then like a little bit more expensive, um, but not crazy expensive is definitely Club Monaco. Yes, very Monaco. sophisticated, great. Oh, and, and you can really find, yeah, you can find really good deals at Club Monaco. Um, and I'm trying to think of where else to move. Oh, for a woman, I'm going to say Ann Taylor has really gotten it together. Do they, do Ooh. they look more fun? Do they look more fun? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you would think, because I know that you like to, you know, like you push the envelope a little bit. So like, I don't know if it would be as trend right for you, but they do, they have cropped sweaters and they have like wide leg, high-waisted pants. And they've got like, you you know, you can mix patterns and big, bold neon colors. So they're definitely like- Wow, we better get over there. I I have to send Marge Senior. You know, Marge Senior buys a lot of stars. See, sometimes I get, I will tell you, I take clothing so seriously, George, that I have a lot of pet peeves. My mother comes in. Um, and Marge Singer is like the kooky older woman and she wears the kitchen sink. And I'm like, Marge Singer, you look like, um, for lack of a better word, I don't want to get a uh, social lash back, but a Russian hooker. <laughs> and she always says, well, I look like a Hungarian hooker because I'm <laughs> Hungarian. But I always say, Marge Singer, I, I can't handle it because you have so much going on. And that drives me crazy. And a lot of times I make her go home and change. I said, I can't go out in the, the street with you. The best is when mother will tell her, take 20 things off. And then take off another 10. Yes, because I get, right? I get you so do. upset. Yeah. I have a weird thing. I have like a clothing, like that could ruin my day. If someone, if I go out with one of my family members and they have like a bad clothing option on, I, I almost can't handle it. It causes me like to have a freak out. 
That is so funny because I actually understand what you're talking about. It's like when I'm dressing someone, it doesn't matter. It could be red carpet, celebrity, could be entrepreneur, could be a housewife, whatever, for whatever it is, it like brings me order in my mind. It kind of like zens me out. It kind of like brings me peace. When I, when I see someone and they look pretty and they're looking beautiful in the clothing, I just kind of feel so calm and serene and peaceful. Me too. Yeah. And so I know what you're talking about. And then what I do, there's a store that I work with here and I do this virtually and it's been so successful. I send people boxes of curated clothes from the store. We don't charge them. Then we do a Zoom call. Then we go through it. But I put all the looks together and, and I do their closet before. And I always feel like so nice when I start to see them put on the looks and they look gorgeous. And then, okay, we're going to do this. And then we're going to do this. And I'm like, you no, know, that jacket with that pant and then do it. And, and you see them. And then we put these like little wardrobes together. It makes me feel like great. And by the way, I dress my family members too. So I get it. Like it's yes, And I, you know, and if Joe like does something that's not right. And I'm like, what are you doing? Putting on a fall shirt. It's spring. And you're wearing like a shirt. We would, you know, a dark plaid that we would wear at Christmas. I have like a rage, like it causes, it could ruin my night, which I find so bizarre, but right, doesn't it? Well, because it's style is, it's mm. funny because style is so innate to some people yet not to others. And I was home this weekend in England with my mom and I bought her a dress for Mother's Day. And she always loves to shop with me because I'll take her out of her comfort zone. And it's funny, it's just so natural to us in the creative field to put things together. But clothing is actually very emotional for other people. So it causes like a visceral reaction in you when you see someone doing something wrong. People panic when they walk towards their closet because they don't know how to put all the pieces right. together. That's so right. And what advice you have, because I think that it can ruin your night. If you don't have a good outfit or you're not prepared and you have to go to an event, let's say, like, what's one thing that a woman could have in her closet that's like a go-to that just like- I love it. I love these questions. Girls, let me tell you something. That's so funny, the timing. So I can't say what it is, but so I just got involved in this. There's going to be a new television show. And Ooh. Gonna, yeah. And so, and I'm going to be like the style guy. And, um, and so what they asked me to do, cause we're getting ready to do like a segment. And so what do you think as we are coming out of the pandemic and we're getting back into life, George, like what's the five items that, and, and, and they wanted me to do something else, but I said, here, I'm going to give you the five items that you need in your wardrobe in order to get back to life, back into the job, going out on dates, you know, going to social events, like going out at night, like, here's what you need. So the first item that is on that list is the trophy jacket, I call it. And it's all about the blazer, the trophy blazer, I call it. Because that will make your clothing new because you're gonna wear it with all the pieces that you have in your closet. So it could be like a micro blazer. It could be an oversized blazer. It could be like a blazer that's got a pattern, like a houndstooth blazer. It could be like a leather blazer. It could be a blazer in a bold color. And I show all these different variations of it, but it's the trophy jacket. And then of course for fall, we're having these trends that came off the runway, like, you know, it, like embellished and like, you know, paisley velvet and like, you know, things that have like gold epaulets. Like it's all about the major, major blazer. And there's all different ways of doing I it. I love but a good blazer. I love a good blazer. Right, right. Double-breasted, single-breasted, cropped, whatever. Okay, so that's number one. Then number two, I call it the LPD, the little perfect dress. Not the little, not the LBD, the LPD, the little perfect dress. A dress that you have 
that literally you can dress up, you can dress it down. Usually it involves a more structured type of dress, right? Whether it's a midi dress or a mini dress, but like, or in a bold color, or again, or maybe it's in a print, but like the perfect dress that's just like in that zone that depending upon what accessories you do with it, sends you to what event you're going to. So, and I give this example of a woman who literally has this dress that she keeps in the trunk of her car because she never knows with her job, she's in real estate, like what's gonna happen. She can throw on that dress, put on a pair of heels, she can put on a statement earring and she goes out to a cocktail party. Or she puts it on with just like a nude pump and a fabulous bag and goes to that power meeting during the day. Like it's that little perfect dress, it's right? Like There's one dress and, I, and I'm gonna call that Norma Kamali. It's that Diana dress. Do you know yeah. that Diana dress? Oh it's the God. one shoulder, it has the ruching, yeah. but it's a midi yeah. dress, comes yeah. in a variety of colors. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly. Sarah Jessica Parker wore yes. it on sex, you know, the yeah. um and that's dress the, LPD, the little perfect dress. And you, you know, sometimes it's like sleeveless, sometimes maybe it's like a tight sleeve, you know, with a keyhole neckline. Like it could be anything, but it's just got to be like versatile. And then the next item, the the white blouse. So like, but like lace, maybe it's silk charmeuse. Maybe it's like a white cotton with ruching. Maybe it's got like, you know, ruffles. Maybe it's got like a Victorian collar, but this, or a poet sleeve or a puff sleeve, but the perfect white blouse. So we're not seeing pictures of this. Normally, if I was doing a segment, you'd see like all the pictures. The next thing is a moto jacket. You got to have a moto jacket. It could be in denim. It could be in faux leather. It could be in vegan. I had a moto jacket on last night. You did? Right. It could be like a cotton moto jacket, but whatever it is, that little short moto jacket, because yes, I saw your outfit last night. You look gorgeous. You throw it over your shoulders, instant style, instant cool, instant chic, and you can get them at all different price points. And then um, the last one, of course, is denim, like the total, I call it the total jean, whether it's boyfriend, high-waisted, low-waisted, crop, frayed bottoms, you know, bell bottom, like wide leg trouser, but the fabulous denim jean. And I believe that in your wardrobe, you really should have like a denim collection within your wardrobe, like all kinds of different jeans and all different washes and all different colors. And like denim is so important. And it's a huge, huge, like blockbusting trend as we go forward coming out of this pandemic, because everyone's like hanging up their sweatpants and it's all about denim. And we're doing it in like more sophisticated sweats because people are wearing it to the office, but like in very sophisticated chic silhouettes. And those are the five items that I feel like will set you up for success. I think that's such, that's such good that's advice. That's great I, advice. Abs- a great advice. I love to go to the doctor. Uh, you do. I do because, and I always am calling someone, do you have a referral? Do you have a great neurologist? Do you have a great dermatologist? Do you have a great orthopedist? And I never know who to believe. So I found this great app called ZocDoc. Ooh. It's it's a free app and it's actually just like a doctor, almost like a doctor referral system. It's reviewed by actual patients and all the doctors on there take insurance and it's patient reviewed and they're available when you need them. And it's it's actually amazing. I could not believe it because I just go on ZocDoc, I find the right doctor and I book a doctor who's right for me and it doesn't need to be a terrible experience because I'm always just trying to find a doctor in my area and you don't know what is right for you and ZocDoc makes it so easy. That's so great. It makes it so simple because you could check who takes your insurance and you can make an appointment that works at a time that's convenient for you. I mean, I use ZocDoc and you, everyone should try it and you should too. It's amazing. You get quality doctors and 
I didn't know the right orthopedist to use. I had a bad shoulder and I found a great one on ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a free literally free app that shows you doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance and are available when you need them. Go to ZocDoc.com slash caviar, C-A-V-I-A-R and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash caviar. ZocDoc.com slash caviar. Do it. It's great and you will get a great doctor. You see a guy in the street and like what repulses you? What do you have a freak out about? Let's do men and then we'll do women. I, I hate it when men, and they always do, wear their clothes too big. Oh, Joe Benigno. Joe Benigno, yeah. that's my pet peeve. Yeah. I, I want you to come here, George, because I have fights with him. Sometimes his jeans look like they're falling down. And I always want him to wear his like, they're too tight on my legs. I go, Joe, I buy you great denim, expensive. It has a little stretch. They're not too tight on your legs. I go, I have a mental breakdown. Yeah. No, because the thing is, first of all, just in terms of style, the way a man looks impeccable always, with, and we know it from Savile Row, and we know it from, you know, like just all through. Thank you. It's all about tailoring. And it's all about, so like, you want to wear clothes that give us a silhouette, even if you have a little belly or if you're like a little out of shape, it doesn't matter. The stronger silhouette that you have, the more tailored, the more fitted your clothes are, jeans, shirts, whatever it is, you look more fit. You look more elegant. You look more chic. When your clothes are huge, you just look sloppy and messy and bigger than you are. I say it all the time. I'm like, I am not going out with Humpty Dumpty. I have a rage. No, I want you to come. This is what you're going to do for me before I start filming again. You're coming shopping with me and Joe. And more for Joe than me. Because I want you to like, we got to hit it home. We have to hit him from every angle. Because he lets lets me dress them, but we have fits about the jeans. I'm going to throw out some jeans for him. And I need to get him some new jeans because he has some fitted ones that I swear by. And then sometimes when we go away, he sneaks in these ones that are like too long because I didn't have them hemmed, too wide. I'm like, what pants are that? What jeans are those? Well, and it would be fun to play with him. And it would also be fun to play with you. I mean, listen, you look gorgeous. No, we will. We will. I mean, you know, I'm more kooky and I love it. I was, you know, at a shopping event list. I would give you that, you know, I would just give you some objectivity and I would just give you like kind of what I see. I mean, you know, celebrities like yourself and like celebrities that I dress and all kinds of different people, they have sometimes, you know, different people dressing them because they want like different kinds of looks. I'll tell you one thing about me, Margaret, whether it's a man or a woman and Lexi, you know, my feeling is this, I don't give a shit about the trends and what's happening. What I care about is how you look. Yes, And what I do, I stand in a store with a woman or a man and I think, okay, what is in this store that's going to make this person look fabulous? Like, how can I make them look tall and lean and young and gorgeous and modern and fresh? Like, what am I going to do with these clothes that's going to make them look incredible? Because it's not about a fashion moment. It's not about what I think. Like, I had a celebrity one time, I was dressing her for the Golden Globes and I had like my pick of designers. Do you know what I ended up putting her in? Because she looked so fucking amazing in it. I had this vintage black beaded dress from Adriana Parpel. You know how low those price points are. Yes. Yeah. With a vintage, and it was beaded. It was a halter, 
and it was backless. And she has an amazing back with a nice little swoop and a nice little tushy. And I did it with like these amazing, like green emerald earrings. And I'm telling you, she was in Vogue.com. She was like, people went crazy. And I said, you just tell them it's vintage, honey. Like, just tell them it's vintage. <laughs> what is your pet peeve about when us women, like what thing about women? Too big on men, what about women? I don't like when women wear clothes that wear them. So in other words, when they're like, and I can always tell, when you see them walking down the street and I'm like, oh boy, somebody got a hold of her, honey. And they just went to town and they were like, oh my God, this is an amazing trend. You have to do this. And they're wearing like 18 different trends at once. Mm-hmm. And it's like mixing like crazy colors. And pa- that just looks, and she just looks like a total fashion victim. That's one. Another one is definitely, I, I like a woman, like I think flats and sandals and stuff can be cute, but I just think a heel is so good. And when they're wearing an outfit that needed a heel and they went for like the little, you know, flat or the little grandma, you know, shoe. And it's like, girl, no, 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 no. No, I, I am a known heel wearer. I'm not good with a mid heel. For me, it's either flat or sky high. I don't like things in the middle. Me either. I You guys are so smart. And I've seen, and Lexi, I, 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 you look gorgeous. I mean, I've seen you on the show sometimes, but obviously I've seen more of Margaret just because, you know, she's more exposed on the show. And I will tell you, you're so smart because you know about the platform. And so that gives you your heel without such a pitch and it makes it more palatable that you can feel comfortable in it. And so I'm all about the platform. If you're scared of a heel, then just do a nice platform with a nice, you know, wider heel and you are good to go and you look good. Yes. I always, I like a platform because it's comfortable in it and it's easy to wear the whole day, but I always wear a high heel. I'm, uh, you know, my feet are just made that way at this point. I have the high arch and I'm always yeah. on a high heel. You are born for it. Yes. Who do you think, let's name like two or three celebrities, men, perfect style. Oh God, you're killing me. Um, <laughs> perfect style men. Just admirable, admirable style. I'm perfect. Yeah. Um, Ryan Reynolds looks oh. great. Stunning. I love Ryan Reynolds. Ryan yep. Reynolds and Blake Lively were my Met Gala winners. I was just going to say, at the Met Gala, they looked amazing. You know, I, I, lo- I, love, I love the way he looks. I think he looks really great. And I also think that Brad Pitt looks great. I think that George Clooney looks really good. Yes, yeah, so good. So good. Um, women, I like, I mean, I'm going to say that I like the way that, that Blake Lively dresses. I think yes, that I do too. Yeah. I think she's really chic and I think she looks beautiful. I'm going to say that I think that, you know, it's funny because when we talk about celebrities, what we're really talking about is their stylists who dress them, but that's okay. Um, so, you know, like I know that, you know, Jessica Chastain works with Carla Walsh. I mean, I, I, I love, love she Jessica Chastain. She is immaculate. She looks great. You know, Jessica Chastain, I'm going to tell you an older woman who looks amazing. Stylist got a hold of her and changed her whole trajectory. And for the last, I would say 15, 10 to 15 years, she looks amazing. Uh, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Oh. Now, did she not look good before She's Helen Mirren? No. I didn't know her. Jane Rivers was alive. She mm-hmm. used to trash her on the red carpet because she looked terrible wearing really crazy, wonky stuff. That <laughs> like, it was like, girl, no. And then someone got a hold of her and she just looks gorgeous at every turn. She really does look beautiful. I love it. I, really that's, does. you know, Helen Mirren is to me stunning. You know, who's a, like who surprises me is 
Channing Tatum is coming out of himself at the moment and developing like a real style. And for a bigger buff guy, I think it's hard to always look good. And he's looking incredible. Yeah, he does. He looks great. He's so handsome. And listen, he understands, you know, I think one of the best accessories a man can have um, is their body. And he's like, he's got that body and he dresses that body. You know, the things fit him. You can see his muscles, you know, it's nice and it's easy and it's relaxed and it's the pair of jeans. Because when you've got that body, honey, you know, it's like a jeans and a cashmere V-neck and nothing underneath and a great loafer and go anywhere. I know. Now, what about women who don't have that body? How do you feel about the spanks and the undergarments? Yeah, who and do? Yes. The preparation under the I dress. Have, yeah, I have a very, well, I think even if you're thinking you have to wear undergarments. Absolutely. I yell at so many of my friends, you know, my, my regular girlfriends, I said, what are you doing not wearing spanks? I'm like, you're lumpy and bumpy and you're thin. And, you know, the thinnest, most perfect girls, women wear spanks and under the proper undergarments. Absolutely. They're so important. And I think, and I talk about this in my book, you have to figure out what your assets are. We know, like women will know, well, I've got great legs. Well, I've got great arms. Whatever your asset is, is what you want to show off in your style. So I have clients who are a little thicker around the middle, ladies who are a little thicker around the middle, but they've got great legs. So, you know, we're always doing like short little sheath dresses, whether it's long sleeve, short sleeve, and, you know, loose around the middle, but nice and short. So you get to see a fabulous leg. You know what I mean? There's so many tricks that you can do. I think you really have to know what your assets are and you have to know what your challenges are. Sometimes I have this one client, she's just lost a lot of weight and she looks great, but she's not quite where she thinks she is. So she wants to wear things a little tighter than they should be. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. And if, uh, this is what I want to say. Well, we're all not Dolores. Who's wearing no. a crop top everywhere. No. Well, and here's the thing. Like, I know crop tops are totally in. So, so this is a perfect example. So like, you, what you do is you take that crop top. You make sure that it's not a tight one. It's kind of loose. And then you wear like a high-waisted pant with it. Yes, so yes, you just, yes. You just, if you're going to see a little skin, you see like just a tiny bit of skin. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's not like there's ways of doing things. You just have to be realistic and cognizant about what your body is and dress the body that you have and love the body that you're in in order to have the body that you want. Oh, I absolutely How do you feel it. about tailoring also? Because we are big proponents of taking things and getting them altered the right way. And a lot of people don't tailor never met a tailor never heard of a tailor and don't understand what a tailor is well yeah, that drives me crazy it's major 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 and here's the thing whether that we talked about it for men but it's the same thing with women because there's nothing worse and women do this all the time they'll buy the blouse they'll buy the blazer and the sleeve is like halfway down uh. you know what i mean or the pants are like way too short or the pants are way too long or you know it's like no no, no. you gotta have everything done so that the tailoring because that makes you look taller thinner, younger, prettier. Like it's the whole thing looks more put together and you just look more beautiful when it all fits you properly. And even if you're buying like a sweatshirt, don't buy it so that, you know, unless it's a drop shoulder that it's like hanging or looking like all kinds of like disheveled, like buy it so it fits you, you know? And it's better to, and, and it's like, you don't want things too small. So you're popping out of it. And you also don't want it five 5,000 years too big. <laughs> no, I, I feel the exact same way. I I go to the tailor incessantly. incessantly. I, I have a great tailor. She's in New York City. Though there is a new service out that our friends started. There is, yes. That the, tail, the tailor, yeah, the tailor comes house. to your house. Yeah, well, I'll tell you this. You know where this comes from and, and, and the people that are listening? 
when you go to a Broadway show and you see the people on stage, all of the clothing, all of the costumes are what we call bespoke. They are handmade for those people by from scratch. Yeah. So why do they do that? Because when you're watching them on stage, if the clothes don't fit the body, even if it's big, small, if it doesn't fit the body exactly, we just see a blob on stage. But we want that to be able to see that shape of that body so we can see the character and watch them move. It's the same thing in life. Women think that if they wear something oversized and blousey or a big moomoo or a big caftan, no, you look huge because we don't get to see any shape. Yes. So you always want to give yourself shape, no matter what size you are, size four or size 14, it doesn't matter. And that's one thing I will say about um, certain ethnicities. They really understand that by seeing shape, it gives them like a better silhouette. And even though they might be a 14, 16, 1X, it looks better when we get to see a silhouette. Listen, I'm with you. I absolutely agree. You know, I am a proponent. I I do love a good calf tan though. Yeah, I do love a good moomoo sometimes, but that's but, the moomoo. But that's, that's intentional, difference. right? Like that's intentional. That's intentional. You know what I mean? But you're it not, fits well in the shoulder and then drapes beautifully. It can't you're be oversized in the shoulder. No. And say that's that's the difference. And and because I've seen you in those caftans and you look gorgeous because it's got like a bold print and you're doing it with big chunky necklace. And yes, you, and it's like a Diana Vreeland or something like it's yes. fabulous because but it's intentional versus getting a big black caftan that you're like hiding in and wear it all the time it's like no honey who do you uh celebrity wise want to men want to make over and you're like what the hell are you doing wow that's a tough question it is a tough question you know who i just saw the other night on law and order and i don't know what's going on with her because she's beautiful mariska hargitay yeah what's going on with her mariska hargitay stunning hungarian like myself like marge singer marge singer loves her she looks great yeah What's going on there, Marissa? I think yeah, you're Lex, Lexi's friend is, friend is a no personal assistant. <laughs> Maybe we have to say George wants to be with you. I'll tell you who else, because I think she's beautiful. And I don't, and I know she's got like this really weird relationship with fashion and beauty in the business. Amy Schumer. I would love oh, to get her. Yes, get in a touch with yeah, the Amy. I, I feel that the, the no. Not- the, the Met was like actually offensive to me. Like, like I know, I know. No, what and she, she, no, and she um for the Oscars. Oh, to be honest, that dress would have looked good on me because I'm yeah. thin in the waist, and I like that dress. And she got panned for that dress. But one thing, I have a fat ass and big boobs, but I'm very hourglass. That dress would have looked sick on me, and I like that yeah. dress. And she got ripped for that dress. And I was like, Amy, that wasn't good for your body, but it was good for me. So you could send no. it. Was, she, Margaret, you know, you definitely are a woman who you know, we're having this conversation and I guess it's implicit, but you know what you look good in. You know what colors you look good in. You know what silhouettes you look good in. Like you really do. And I will tell you, I was so impressed with that magazine shoot that you did and your hair and your makeup. Thank you. My makeup artist is here right now. His name is George also, George Miguel. He was great. (laughs) Julius Julius does my hair, which was amazing. But we had an amazing photographer also. Your makeup artist is really good. Like you looked- I'm very blessed. You know what? I I think one of the biggest things, yes, you looked beautiful. Yes, you look stylish. Yes, you look chic, but you looked- Fresh. Yes, it was. It was a fresh shoot. It was yeah, a fresh shoot. We had a great- looked, and, and you just looked so effortless and it was very effervescent. And it was like, it was a really good shoot, Margaret. Okay. Yes. And I love it. You know what? I love that publication also because it's about feeling good in your skin at any age, new you. And I, I was lucky to work with them. And that's why I like it because women need, you know, 
Listen, men, I don't give a shit. No matter if you have a big stomach, men seem to have like the confidence of, I don't even know what, George. You know what I'm saying? It's true. Like my husband, I love him madly, but this guy has like big dick energy, no matter what size his stomach is. You know, I always say that about him. But women, you know, get a hard time as they get older. And new you beauty, you know, gives the confidence. Because women's bodies really do change. After children and, you know, and that's for years we were peddled. I think especially like, our generations, like we grew up with the mm-hmm. 90s supermodels. So like I grew up thinking that everyone should look like Linda Evangelista, yes. Christy Charlington, you know, Helena Christensen. And I think it's so refreshing that now those, that there's a wide range of body types women are seeing. So it's more aspirational. Yes. And, and I think you're, what's so good about you is that you make women feel great because you help them dress well. And it does, it is such a boost of confidence. And I love that you reinforce that because I'm a big proponent of that. You know, and I'm just like, if I go out of the house, I mean, granted, when I'm home, I look like I'm picking potatoes, which I enjoy that because I'm dressed so much. But when I go out, if my outfit's not perfect, I'm having a meltdown. I know. Like, we have to go so much today. And I've been thinking about what I'm going to wear. I'm so happy the weather is. But, like, it's been on my mind since the first thing I woke up this morning. It's, like, exciting. And it's It is exciting. And and the thing with me is, is, like, listen, I always say, I don't care necessarily where you've been. I take you where you want to go with clothing. Which I I love that. that. That's a good thing. Because in the gay world, like, listen, honey, it's yes. just like, that's part of it. Like, you better have- hardcore. Yeah, no matter what you are, you better have And I said to my friends, like, I'm going to be such a B-I-T-C-H on the beach this summer in Fire Island. Like, these boys better be ready for me. But what I see with these straight guys is that I'm noticing, like, they're, like, in the gym. Like, they're like, oh, shit, I got to get my body together. Because my <laughs> wife was like, uh, my butt, like, my girlfriend told me, like, whatever. Like, these Not guys- my husband. Well, they're I love Joe. Together. I love Joe. I he's don't mind. He's running into a cannoli. Yeah, he's running. Stress. Yeah, he's running to a cannoli. <laughs> I think it's so funny. It's literally it's hard work, but I think I think I will tell you the one thing that I've really noticed just for myself, and and I know it's kind of cliche at this point, but I just feel like it's for this. Like I feel so much better in my head. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm great. I'm glad my body looks good, but like, I just, I'm so much more connected to myself. I feel so much. Cause when you look in the mirror, you kind of like what you see and it really helps. I think if you can do it, you know, uh, listen, yeah. I'm, I'm with you, George. We have a few questions, you know, yes. it's about your career and everything, you know, that we ask everybody, what was like your big boy moment or big girl panty moment, big boy panty moment in your career, like a, a defining moment that you think like, Oh my God, I have to decide what I'm doing. Sink or swim. When I, um, had been a Tommy Hilfiger they were bought out and uh it was it was time for me to go after being there for like 12 years and I thought and I started redoing my resume and I started you know going straight to fashion companies and I was kind of like why am I doing this like if I'm going to reinvent myself I'm going to reinvent myself with something I love and that's when I started singing and acting and dancing again and that's when I started thinking about putting fashion together with performing and that was kind of like my big moment because it was like I kind of like I pivoted and I reinvented myself that's that is that is a big deal that is it is and I love that that's great you know. that you know because I think people don't realize like you know something comes and everyone's like oh my god panicking and but then you have to really do what you love and I think that's great advice it is I think it's amazing advice also because people get so stuck on a plan yes. you know and the best things come from the most scary moments yeah. we would say that Margaret's um success is attributed to 50 percent delusion to 50% determination. Delusion being, you know, eternal optimism. How do you feel your percentages stack up? I don't understand the word no. I hear it coming out of your mouth, but it might as well be another language. I, I, I don't know what that word means. 
And so that's how I live my life. And I am probably much like Margaret. I keep going as long as I feel like I'm in a forward motion, no matter how small or big the gains are, as long as I keep moving forward in my life and feel like I am moving forward, then I'm good. I, do, I don't ever want to feel or be stagnant. For me, it's just about forward motion. And, and I just don't hear the word. No, I just don't. Love that. That's very good. That's very good. That's very much you. Also. That's very much me. Listen, I that's I don't know if that's delusion. I don't. I mean, I call it delusion because I'm just like, yeah, there's nothing impossible that we can't. I will keep asking you. I'll ask you over and over again. I'll ask you a million different ways. Like I will keep coming back to you until you say yes. Like I because I don't know. I just don't. And by the way, I <laughs> I hear the word no a lot. I'm turned down on. A, a lot of stuff like, uh, you know, uh, being honest, of course I am, you know, like this business is crazy, but I just keep going. What is it? Lady Gaga says there might be 99 people in a room and all it takes, they all say no. And only one says, it's yes. true. That that's, all, that's all we need. That's all we need. All is we one need yes. is one yes. one yes, honey. That's right. That's right. So what, you know, I always say our, our podcast is entrepreneur real, like real advice. What is your best real advice you could give someone looking just in life in general, someone young. I would say figure out what you absolutely love doing. What do you love to do? What excites you? And whatever it is, how can you take that and figure out how to do it for a living? Because when you do truly what you love doing, I work like an animal. It doesn't feel like work because you're getting to do what you really love to do. And so nothing that you do, the effort that you'll go to the ends of the earth to make it successful because you love doing it versus doing something that you feel like you have to do. That never works out. It's true. It's, it's true. very true. Well, George, thank you so much for coming on. This was so this was refreshing and fun pleasure. and great advice. And everybody, I want you to buy his book, yep. change your clothes, change your life because you is. can't go naked. I love it. It's like the best fashion Bible ever. Tell everybody where they could find you. It's just my name, George Brescia. It's all my social media, my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitter, George Brescia, G-E-O-R-G-E-B-R-E-S-C-I-A. And come find me and I'll talk to you and I'll answer any of your fashion questions. In my book, actually, it has my email. People email me all the time with questions. So I'm here for you. They could also find you on QVC. Yes, you can also find me on QVC. That's right, all the time. As well as other shows doing fashion segments. Yes, Margaret. I know. And it's like you do everything and you do commentary. And, I mean, it's amazing. Today's show, extra. Everything, you know, all yeah. the time. <laughs> Thank you so much. George, love you. Bye, Thank George. You. Thank Bye. You Thanks so much. much. Okay, George Brescia is the cutest thing. Oh, the cutest. And mm -hmm. I think it's so important for people to feel confident in their clothing on a daily basis and it's not just for events like have staple pieces that you could go to that fit your body well that feel good so you could feel good every day yeah everybody you know everyone says it's like superficial it's not actually your presentation and the way you feel about yourself is indicative when you dress up you naturally feel better that's not superficial it's it's an it's a known fact it's actually psychological yeah it's proven it's scientific and i love that george dolls into that how he's dressed celebrities he's changed his career and it is so important and it doesn't cost a lot of money there's so many amazing fashion brands that have come out that aren't yeah. expensive there's quality at every price point there really is and he's he's just a pleasure so i want everybody to follow george brescia he, he's great. He's charming. His, his spirit is so, so alive. And, and the book is great. Uh, change your clothes, change your life because you yep. can't go naked. I mean, I go naked in my house people, but that's about you it. Do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> okay. So you could find Margaret Joseph's Naked in her house on a regular basis and us at Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget. Everywhere you find your podcasts and YouTube, same place on Instagram. Yes, and you can follow me at the real Margaret Joseph. And me at the life of Mrs. Yeah, Day. and also my website, margaretjosephs.com. That's right. Okay. Oh, and my paperback's out now. Oh, it is with it. <coughs> a bonus chapter with Marge Senior too. Yes. Thanks, guys. Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming, caviar dreamers.